Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is, should I hire a mover for my next home? Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. And Yes, the the short answer to this is absolutely yes, you should hire a mover in certain situations. So we're going to talk all about that today because buying a home, moving into a new home is a very, very challenging thing. There's a lot going on. You're going to be very busy. You're going to be stressed out and a mover will take a lot off your plate. So definitely, I think we should, and I'm going to give you a bunch of reasons of you know, why you should, and then things not to do when you're hiring movers and some tips to hire movers as well. So we're going to give you all sorts of great information. But before we jump into that, please, if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please make sure that you subscribe to it. So just search for wherever uh, you get your podcast and look for Home Building Hero and just hit subscribe. It's that easy. And also, if you haven't already, please make sure to rate our podcast. I would appreciate it if you could give us a five-star rating. We provide a lot of information to you free of charge to help make sure that you have a great home buying and home building experience. And that makes more people find this podcast and be able to enjoy the information as well. So let's get into the topic again. Should you hire a mover? Absolutely. In most cases, that is. So again, think about this. You're buying a home. You live in a home right now. Most likely, you are going to have two closings in very short order. You'll have a closing on your existing home that you're selling, and you are going to have a closing on your new home. And you're most likely going to have to attend that closing or pre-sign it and and deal with some last-minute issues. That alone is going to take a good chunk of your day. And being able to move furniture out of a home you know, then you've got to do stuff all beforehand. And then where are you going to go with it? Are you going to stay at a friend's house? Are you going to sleep on the floor? Are you staying at a parent's house? What are you going to do if you do move everything out in advance? Probably going to be pretty difficult. The other thing is once you move, you still have to touch up and fix up your old house. So, you know, you move everything out of it. There's still marks on the floor and marks on the wall. Uh, you've got a vacuum, you've got a pickup, there's going to be people walking in and out of your house moving this stuff, they're probably going to bring dirt in and the house is going to get very dirty. And again, if you are get a short turnaround into your next house, you're really going to need a mover to help help you with that so that you can take care of some of these other parts of the business of selling and transferring your property. So that alone, I think, makes a lot of sense. Now, if you're in a different situation, for instance, if you're in an apartment, and you only have a few things, you know, you've got a sofa and an end table and a bed and a nightstand and uh, maybe that's it and, and, you know, a couple boxes of things. Yeah, you probably don't need a mover. You and a couple buddies or you can go rent a, uh, a pickup truck somewhere uh, for, for the day and uh, you and a couple buddies and a couple pizzas will, will get everything done. But in most cases, if you are living in a home, especially if you have children, if you have a lot of things, you should absolutely get a mover. And there's a lot of reasons why just besides convenience. For example, when you are moving, you know, again, most people don't do this daily. And so a lot of people just don't realize how to properly, you know, get things in and out of their home 
to get them out safely without damaging them. And although people will say, well, you know, I'm going to hire a mover that might cost me $1,200, might cost me $2,000, might cost me $3,000, depends on how much stuff and where you're moving. But if you have furniture and you have belongings and you're moving them improperly and you damage your your really nice dinette table and and someone drops you know one of your lamps and all of a sudden now you're into this thing for a couple hundred dollars just to fix or replace things that you broke, well, you probably would have been better off just spending that money and hiring a mover. And again, the convenience is of course worth it. But you know they know how to properly wrap things up and pack things into the truck. They're going to be very efficient. They're actually going to put things like runners down and they're going to, you know, prop the door open. They're going to know how to properly lift things. And that's another thing, like people don't think about this, but you do all this stuff, you do all the moving and you're not used to it. You can hurt yourself. You know, if you're, you lift something improperly, you can tweak your back, you could drop something on your foot. Uh, all of a sudden now you're, you're hurt and you got a closing and you can't get this stuff out and you're trying to call in favors. And meanwhile, your stress level is just skyrocketing. So again, a mover is going to take so much of that away from you. So I think I think that's a pretty, just those couple little arguments are, are a pretty strong case for why you would hire a mover. And I can't imagine why anyone would not want to, especially if you're, you're moving from a decent size home. But they have lots of other things too. I mean, they have all the boxes that they, you need so they can box things up properly. They got all the packing material. And again, they have people that are skilled at doing that. They're going to be doing it quickly, efficiently, and safely. So let's just, you know, shift gears for a moment and talk about a couple things. You know, if you've decided, okay, yep, you're right. I got a higher mover. So let's talk about some things that you should not do when you hire a mover. Okay. So the first thing you should not do is just talk to one mover. You should get multiple quotes. And uh, obviously two or three would be sufficient. You don't need to talk to six of them. But uh, you should compare the costs and then, you know, also check into their feedback from some of their customers, whether they have some reviews online or, you know, if they're willing to share a few testimonials, do a little research on it just to make sure that they're a trustworthy company. Obviously, they are handling your personal belongings and you want to make sure that they're, you know, basically properly bonded and that there's you know, I'm not hiring criminals here and all of a sudden, you know, your jewelry box is missing and, and uh, your favorite heirloom is gone and, and that kind of thing. And you also don't want to hire a company that's just trying to get it done as fast as possible and they just beat up your stuff. Okay, so that's the first thing is you want to get a couple quotes and do your background check on them. The second thing that you want to be careful of when you're hiring a mover is, and you don't want to do this, is not having them visit your home. You want to have them come visit your home it will give you a much more accurate estimate. You know, if you just say over the phone, oh, I got this, this, and this, undoubtedly you're going to forget something. Um, you may give the wrong impression of what kind of stuff you have. The mover should want to visit your home and do an estimate, do a quick walkthrough, and they will start checking off things because then that way they can adequately prepare and make sure that they have the right size vehicle, the proper number of crew. They can also make sure that they have you know, an easy loading pattern and understand everything that they need to do. So definitely make sure that they come visit your home when you're doing an estimate. Also, another thing not to do is don't just choose the mover based on price. If you're comparing a couple of them, don't just go for the low price. Go for the company that you have 
the most trust in, the one that you feel the best relationship with, that has your best interest in mind, and is giving you the best value for your money. Value is different than price, okay? The guy's just going to do it super fast and cheap and dirty. You know, be prepared. Be prepared for something to get damaged. Be prepared for there to be something not done or the customer service not to be up to par because people that just slash prices tend to, you know, slash other things as well, okay? The other thing that you need to do and understand is make sure that you understand the travel and how that works and how they treat mileage and hours for travel, okay? Now, if you're just moving you know, a block away, that's probably not as big of a concern. But if you're moving to the other end of the state and it's a five-hour drive, you've got to understand that you need to pay their time for, for that travel and find out how they work that. How do they charge? Do they charge a certain price just for moving and a different price for hauling? Is it all just the same price all the way through? And make sure you understand that. Know, know what you're getting, basically. So that kind of ties back into the price as well. But you got to understand what you're getting out of that move. Next thing is not knowing if or when you might be charged extras. So find out upfront what's extra. Is there extra charge for going up and down stairs? Is there extra charge because they don't have good access and they've got to walk it another 100 feet? Is there packing fees? If, if you do need some stuff wrapped, is there a fee for their blankets? You need to find out what other extras they are so you know when you're getting your price. Are you getting everything that you're supposed to get? All right, so those are some of the things you should not do. Here's some other quick tips for you to hire a good mover. So first thing is make sure that they have a moving inventory. And what I mean by that is, you know, really before you even do that, you have to decide up front, are you going to be boxing everything up or are you letting the mover do that? Okay. If you're either way, I think you should have a list of the main things that you're moving and one to make sure that you can kind of check off your list. It's, it's a level of comfort for yourself, but also on top of that, it also you know, is, is helpful for the mover. And that way you can decide too, if you're moving your own stuff, okay, if you start packing up boxes, mark your boxes. This is for family room. This is for kitchen. This is for the study. This is for the master bedroom because that makes the mover's job easier. They can see the box and go, okay, I know which is the master bedroom. I'm dropping that box right here. You don't want to be moving stuff twice. You know, if you're paying somebody to do it, pay them to do it one time and do it right. So have a moving inventory. This also helps by having a list because that will help the mover figure out, okay, you know, I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to kind of stage this and I'm going to do this in a way that makes sense so that when I unload the truck, you know, I'm not loading everything up that needs to go in the house first, you know, I'm loading, you want to load that up last, right? Because you want the end of the truck to have the stuff you need to get in the house right away. So there's some, some strategy to it. It's like putting together a puzzle. The next tip for hiring a mover is get a thorough walkthrough. So get an estimate and make sure that uh, you know you have everything checked off on your list that you need. Another tip for hiring a mover is don't put down a large deposit. Most movers will just ask you to pay the day of. Now, if you've never done business with them, they may ask for a deposit and that's fine, but don't put a large deposit down. Just put a small deposit down to hold the service and uh 
you know, things change. The pricing could change based on the complexity of the move. If they damage something, that might come out of their price unless you've purchased insurance. So, you know, look into those things. Make sure that you're not paying a lot of money. Also use a credit card. And the reason why I use a credit card is, of course, if you do have an issue, you can also use your credit card company to withhold the payment. Um, avoid picking a, a brand new moving company or a, a moving company that's changed names. It might be because they're hiding something. Okay, you want to be able to look them up and see their history. Another tip is get references on movers. If you've had a couple of friends move in the last couple of years, ask them who they used. Are they happy with them? Would they use them again? Understanding that crews change and different people are on different moves, but it is good to understand the company you're dealing with. The next thing that you want to avoid with moving is to avoid having them pack if possible. Now, I, I did kind of lay out two scenarios where you can do it yourself or have the mover do it. Ideally, if you're a, a good planner, you would start boxing your things up and packing your things up well in advance of when you have to move. That's going to make life a lot easier. To pay somebody you know, $50, $60, an hour to pack boxes, probably not the best use of your dollars, but if you don't want to mess with it, if you just don't want to deal with it, Maybe you're getting transferred out of state and you're really busy. might be worth it for you, but try to avoid the packing costs. You can get your own boxes. You can pack them a lot cheaper. Again, another tip when you're hiring a mover, beware of extra fees, okay? So again, just ask a lot of questions. You know, Do you charge for extra stairs? Do you charge because I'm on, in an apartment on the 10th floor? Uh, do, you, do you charge you know, to park your truck because I'm in the city? Do you, you know... Do you charge extra mileage? Um, you know, if we're over a certain distance, you know, just ask questions. You know, because you don't want to get stung and you don't want to get hit with extras. Um, this is also something that you need to be careful of. Don't sign a blank moving contract. So get the details in writing. If they just basically say, "Hey, we're going to hire," you know, hire you to move on Thursday. And there's no agreement, you should have some sort of an agreement like, "Hey, we're going to move." this list of furniture and uh, this is going to be the travel charge and this is going to be, you know, the packing fee, whatever, you know, the more detailed, the better. Don't be afraid of a, a two or three or a couple page contract. You know, if it spells things out and it's very clear, you're going to be in a lot better shape because at least you know what you're going to deal with if there's an issue. The next tip is to understand that there are different types of moving agreements. So there is what's called a non-binding estimate which means that the company cannot require payment of more than 10% above the original estimate. So any overages would have to be paid within 30 days. So they can do a non-binding estimate as one of your types of moving agreements. Uh, the second one is a non-binding to exceed estimate. And basically what that is, is it ensures that you'll not have to pay for overages on the original estimate. So it's a not to exceed estimate, you'll probably pay a little bit more upfront, but then you have that guarantee of it won't exceed a certain dollar amount. And then there is a binding estimate, which is, you know, basically a guaranteed price for the move and all the extras and services. Um, now, of course, if you request extra services, you would pay for those. And then there is an, another type of moving agreement, and that is an hourly charge. So um, they may just say, hey, you know what? We charge X amount just to get there, and then we charge you, you know, three hundred dollars an hour or two hundred dollars an hour or whatever it is, and you just pay hourly. And you know, quite honestly, when I move my models, that's what I do. I just pay hourly. 
Uh, a lot of times I'll have my own team come out and move some of the little stuff while they're taking out all the big pieces and we just be efficient and we get it moved as quickly as possible. A lot of times we can get those things moved in two to three hours and uh, it keeps our costs down and uh, we're able to transition to a new home very quickly. Um, next tip for hiring a mover is if there are any problems, report them right away. So if you're opening up boxes or as your stuff gets dropped in the home, you should be there. You should be taking a peek at it if possible. You know, if you see a large ding in your family heirloom dresser, you need to point that out to them while they're there. Don't try and ask them later um, because they're they're probably not going to do anything about it. But if you see something immediately, you see damage, let them know right away. Then another tip is to understand the insurance for moving. Almost all moving companies are going to require that, um, you know, they're, they're assuming the liability and most of them are going to have some sort of insurance for it. So you have to just understand what types of insurance and what the coverage actually would be. Is it going to be just a repair of the item to restore it to the same condition as before or is it going to be a replacement thing? You know, if, if they, they drop your dresser and it, it busts the leg on it, is repairing it okay? Or do you want the dresser replaced? Obviously, there is going to be a higher cost for that. So those are other things to understand and other tips when you hire a mover. So again, I think the answer is pretty simple. Yes, you should hire a mover. I think it's a fantastic idea when you're moving from home to home. If you're coming from an apartment, you might be able to get away with it, but you guys are going to be under stress. You're going to have a lot going on. And a mover is going to take a lot off your plate and make it a much better experience. And that's one of the number one reasons why people don't buy it a different home or change their homes is they dread moving. So hire a mover, make it easy, and have a great buying experience. So once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and also give us a five-star rating if you wouldn't mind. We appreciate it. And if you want more information or would like to reach out to us with your own questions, please feel free to reach us at our website, homebuildinghero.com. That's homebuildinghero.com. Once again, thanks you. thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you soon.